Hey guys, it's your host Sam Evans here and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesign. So you guys know that I'm always excited when putting a new episode out, but today I will be having my first guest on the podcast. He is somebody that I went all throughout college with and his name is Jack Hayes. He's a 21-year-old entrepreneur who I think he has like four or five side hustles businesses now. Like he is really doing a lot and just kind of figuring out how to pursue his passion and whatever path that is, wherever it takes him. I really think that he is an inspiration to a lot of people who kind of want to start their own business but don't really know where to start. He's tried a lot of different things and we talk about that all throughout the episode. I really love our conversation and definitely think that there's a lot to learn from this. So I am super excited for you guys to hear my first interview and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey Jack, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Thanks so much for being on this episode. You know, I I've been following you for a while, and to have you as like the first guest on the show, I think it's really cool, and I'm excited to hear about your journey and you know how you got to where you are now. So, if you want to go ahead and tell us about yourself, and you know, give us a little backstory. Yeah. So I'm Jack. Um, formerly, a lot of people they kind of know me for uh, as Prophet Jack's kind of the running nickname. Uh, 21 years old living down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, And then I am at Nova Southeastern right now, and I'll be graduating this May. And then we'll really get rolling with kind of everything I have in the works. Um, But essentially, you know, I grew up in St. Augustine, Florida. It's kind of like a small tourist town. And, you know, now, you know, it it allowed me to really see how uh, small town business worked and then kind of see what I was interested in. Um, I saw a lot of the classic deals just kind of go down, you know, and a lot of it is buy, sell, trade. So that is where what I'm currently involved with now, which is Profit Jack, where I sell stuff for people. Right now, I'm really focused on luxury marketing. So, you know, cars, SUVs, just, you know, anything luxury that's kind of unique, I like to deal with and kind of be that Swiss army knife in the in the deal to make private selling a lot more, uh, a lot easier. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I know that um, I've seen you posting about doing podcast stuff and you've done a couple of interviews yeah. yourself. So what's that all about? Yeah. So... Uh, a big switch for me coming from St. Augustine to what is Fort Lauderdale, Miami, uh, was the importance of social media and the amount of creativity I was around. And you just really can't go anywhere without being kind of amazed by something kind of down here. And and it really got that side to me going, um, I think, on a smaller level, freshman and sophomore year. And then when COVID hit and I had a lot of time kind of back in St. Augustine, but all this creative memories and stuff going on, you know, from South Florida, you know, it inspired me a little bit and I got into the podcast. So the first thing I launched was the weekly profit. Um, and it was all about how kind of entrepreneurship was a mindset and it wasn't, I I thought there was this misconception and I still kind of think there is that like an entrepreneur owns a business, like no entrepreneur is really, you know, to me, it was, it's like a personal brand. It was how you sold yourself. You know, it was more like a personality trait. So I wanted to showcase all different areas of what was happening, you know, music artists, um, I did a lot with the music was big, regular art, like typical artists. So like people that are physically doing, you know, murals, kind of all that sort of stuff. And then social media influencers, you know, trying to get guys that had, you know, brands, but a lot of it was feeding through their social media. And then we had basic, you know, some guys that had businesses, but you know, a lot, what I found was a lot of these guys that had businesses that I had on there, they were really good at their personal brand. And that was what I was trying to highlight. Why are you good at getting this out? Do you use social media? Are you just talking to people? You know, what is that side about? 
And uh, it was cool. I did a lot of local stuff and it helped me grow just because that's who I was around and being in Florida, you know, the COVID rules were here and there. That's kind of how that went in. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and now I'm stemming off that, not to extend too far, um, came Plug Talk, which was like the more, I thought the Weekly Profit did a good job at the information, but it's just a little too formal for what I was trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Um, I got down here, started working with a, you know, a really good producer, video editor, videographer, uh, Jared, and uh, we're roommates. So we were just always around each other, you know, him watching me do my thing. I kind of observing how, you know, him with his creative side and yeah, yeah, we're both in the business program. So we just put our heads together and we started talking about sports and influencers and social media. And, you know, it was fun. We just like doing it, recording it in our bedroom. That was the biggest thing. I was so happy kind of running that. Um, yeah. And it, that became its own little show, you know, plug talk ran two seasons. Uh, we are bringing it back for a third thing. It's just the opportunities that have came off this social media, you know, dive in, you know, and growing the personal brand. Now I'm taking the time to see these opportunities through while having those ideas still put together and, you know, ready to go. It's just, yeah. it's about. Yeah, no, definitely. And I like how you said too, like, about you guys were just having fun with it, you know, and then it became something as opposed to, you know, you guys like sitting down and thinking about, all right, how should we plan this out? How should we make money? You know, how can we, you know, get our name out there or whatever? Sure, those were thoughts, but like you guys are just kind of having fun with it. And I think that's like the most important part, especially with entrepreneurship. Obviously, it's like a lot harder said than done in terms of like starting your brand, building your brand and, and showing your personality. It's like, it's definitely harder. So I think it's kind of cool, like just to have fun with it. And then it just kind of builds itself. Yeah, no, that was huge. Um, it helps us, you see intrinsically kind of how I helped in my, my other stuff, you know, it grew, it helped people acknowledge their, you know, they look, they click on you and then they see profit jacks. So now the luxury sales just start to kind of go and, you know, it's the biggest, the hardest thing. And I still struggle with it now. Um, that's my thing. You know, I had some decent success, 17 to 19, and, you know, just coming in my twenties, you're kind of thinking about that a little bit. What it came, what it really, uh, what I was trying to get at there was that when I started taking the time to do what I felt like I should be doing, that I was happy doing a lot of the other stuff started to kind of flow in and still taking action on those obviously, but acknowledging the opportunities that were coming from it. And then I, that's what kept rolling about the plug talk stuff did not really make money in that way. It made money in how it elevated the personal brand and you're able to kind of capitalize on who you're talking to and how the network's kind of grown. Yeah, exactly. And just like you said, you know, networking, like even if you're not making a single dime, it's like the people that you meet through all that stuff is like, that's priceless, you know? But I noticed that you said that you, you kind of started like at a younger age. So were you inspired by something? Like what kind of brought you to this, this like entrepreneur mindset, kind of like not following the social norms of, you know, graduating college and then just going off into a corporate job? Yeah. Um, a big thing was always just, I've always had a desire for freedom, uh, whether that was for, or desire for freedom and, you know, really just independence uh, in general, you know, having that mindset at, you know, 15 to 19 had its perks and had its downfalls, you know, I definitely, definitely made mistakes, got in trouble, you know, like I had fun um, doing it, but it it was kind of funny because I never really, I made a lot of calculated risk, you know, at an earlier age. And then with the business, 
I saw, you know, an opportunity to interact with people. I saw an opportunity to kind of get out, have these different experiences. And that's kind of what excited me. But, you know, I'll kind of use this to do the long story short. It's, you know, it's kind of a funny story, but essentially Prophet Jack was born in a mall parking lot at 17. Um, I had no real area. It was, again, I wasn't really sure what it was going to turn into it. The idea came up because I was supposed to meet somebody uh, to sell a gaming device that I had. Um, and they were 45 minutes late. I had never really done a Craigslist deal. I didn't really know how these things work, but <laughs> whatever. I was barely, whatever he was like. And while I was sitting there, I was like, damn dude, like I'm selling this for the same price I bought it for. And I bought it a year ago. Like I said something to this guy that got him rolling. I don't know. And you know, I just, I had these squiggly scissors in my car for some reason. And I was like, I could probably do this for people. And you know, just put like, I put profit Jack on it and it was just cut out the business card. I told the guy I was out of them. And when I told him the idea, I was like, yeah, I sell stuff for people. It's kind of out of the garage. His reaction is what sold me that. I always say that comes back to the motivation. The look on his face, I hadn't seen before. And, you know, being 17, you don't, you're kind of becoming an adult, but you don't know how to read people yet. That I was like, I was like, what was that? Like, I felt something off that. And I was like, interesting. It's like, yeah, that'd be really useful. Like, I'll definitely, I'll definitely call you. And the funniest part about that was he never called me because I put the wrong phone number on the business <laughs> oh card I just I, I like I don't know why I just it was weird it's supposed to yeah I literally wrote the wrong phone number yeah. um but I took a picture of it and then I just started asking people you know I started selling stuff out of my garage and one mm-hmm. thing led to another um once I got to school it was hard to do everything you know I was selling everything like literally people that want to liquidate their garages I was doing. And I was heading into college, which uh, to kind of touch on that, Nova had that business program going. And while I was doing Profit Jack in high school, I wanted to be a lawyer. So I never really, I always, that part always ends up, I always overpass it because of how much of an adventure Profit Jack turned into. So I was in criminology classes. I, I really liked law. I think I just really like persuading people. I don't know, but I was fascinated with it. And I was running track. So I was kind of looking for track schools that had law schools or whatever. And Nova had this good business program. And I built something that, you know, I figured would get me in if I just tried. So that's what I did. You know, I applied with the business and, you know, all the results I had and just kind of what I'd come up with. And I was like, let's give it a shot. You know, why not? And I got down here and then it was just being around people noticing I had an opportunity in luxury. I had sold a few cars and now I just wanted to focus on cars. So it was going to be a little step back. You know, we'll see anything I got randomly I would take, but really, you know, locked in on luxury, got around the right people. And then, you know, started running remotely through Facebook. So I was talking, like reaching out to buyers, you know, in all different states um, and then selling that aspect of it, you know, putting it on, putting it on Instagram, doing that whole thing, you know, where, you know, I have clients everywhere and people wanted to work with me. And yeah, I mean, that was it was up and down, but it's really cool kind of what it's framed into. And then obviously the opportunities that are open now and still being 21 and seeing what I want to do. Right. Exactly. And I think too, like, you know, you have this story at 16, 17 of, you know, where you were at and where you're, you are now, but it's like when you're 25, 26, you're going to be looking back at 21, like, damn, like my life's changed even more, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm always debating whether I'm really excited for that or if I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, like when I, now that I'm 21 and just being in my 20s, I felt a little different. I start to look at stuff more and start to visit your childhood a little bit. I'm wondering okay. if that happens at 25 or if it just all kind of feels the same like that. I'm, I'm excited for that aspect, but depending on what I'm involved in, I'm just... 
I'm very, I think about the future probably more than I should. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. No, I definitely feel the same way. I think for me, at least like the only way that I can see it is by looking back. Like when I was 16, I would have never guessed like where I would be right now. You know, like you've probably heard in past episodes, I've moved across the country by myself. You know, I just made this move to Chicago, like, you know, all these things that I was doing independently now, like I would never think that I would be doing that when I was 16. So I think like once we get to 25, 26, we're going to be surrounded by so many different people. Like our lives are going to completely change. And I feel like there's just no, there's no way of telling, you know, like there's no way of, of kind of like predicting where we'll be at. I just think like, looking back and kind of like reflecting on where you were at is like it's just the best you know I feel like you're always yeah. proud of yourself of how far you've come yeah especially when you're doing I kind of want to touch on that you know you were saying uh you had asked me kind of about the nine to five like why I didn't go the corporate route well that what we kind of just had was like a, a good example you know I feel like you know knowing that you're going into a job like that you're able to kind of see okay well you know lawyers hang out with around these people or like there's those stereotypes and you can kind of you get a comfortability out of being able to see what's going to kind of happen, assuming you just stay on that path. And, you know, for me being in control of that is like big. And I feel like I lose that if I put myself in a situation where I am going 40 hours a week. And I'm, you know, a lot of that is acknowledging that you have skills and trusting that. And, you know, I get that. I may think I'm this good. Other people may think I'm not, you know what I mean? Like you play that game, but I don't know, I guess the more I've trusted that and seen results, even on a small scale allows me to be like, okay, well, if I just keep doing it, then, you know, let's just, let's just go. So I can work in, you know, New York or Boston when I want to be in Miami. I want that freedom to choose kind of who I'm around and what I'm, I'm like, if I'm in this industry, great, I'm going to be around. I just started doing something with NFTs and content creation. And now I'm around very good business people that with NFTs have taken an interest, some NFT specific, but it's also new that a lot of them are business minded or social media minded or data minded first, and then they're into NFTs. And that's the part that's cool. Now I'm going around the data guy. Now I'm going around the guy who just manages a hundred social media accounts. That part is very interesting. And it's all starting at just the entrepreneurial like spirit side of it. Yeah. I was just reading this book the other day and it was talking about how like the only way to truly kind of like self-reflect or or like just by looking around you is by looking at the people that you're with. And, you know, you've probably noticed this too over the years is like who you surround yourself with, like clearly makes a difference. And in the moment, I feel like we all have that feeling of like, maybe this isn't the right crowd for me, or like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, or maybe not in like a bad, they're bad influences, but they just, they don't share the same passions as you or anything like that. And I don't know, I feel like, like you said, as you grow, you start realizing that the people you surround yourself, like the more common interests that you guys have, like the better it works. Yeah. And they have a big impact because it's like, I think when you're around, you know, people that are semi-involved with what you're doing or like, for me, I get around artists and stuff when I know I'm entering like a creative phase or just something like that. And it's because those are the, those are the conversations you have. So you feel like you're moving forward. It's like this obsession of, wanting to grow and wanting right. to get better and just constantly. And some people are really into that. And some people are really into that at specific things. And then there's the other side of it where they're just not, you know, there's those just aren't sure. And, right. you know, I totally understand that, but 
that's where it comes from. It's this obsession of just wanting to grow. And by being around the right people, I see that happening. And it's always, there's, it's a hard, it's hard to enter that situation and have a negative result. If I know I'm going in there with the right intention, if you're around people you don't know, or that are lower, like uh, lower self-esteem and just kind of bringing you down, then you're no going into that situation. You're going to be at a lower level. So like, yeah, like the energy is just completely different. And like, you notice that immediately. And I feel like too, you know, we talk about how this whole entrepreneurship thing and having all these businesses and stuff, but like, I bet you've worked normal jobs before. Of course, like, you know, I still work the minimum wage job I serve. Like you can't just have the good, you know, you got to kind of go with that. You don't make enough money one night. You have to get by somehow. And I feel like people think that like, if they don't get that, you know, average job, then that'll just give them more time to focus on themselves. But like, you have to make money somehow, you know? And I think as I've been a server for a while, I'm, I go into work and I'm like, I know this isn't what I want to do forever. I'm just doing it now, but it's like, it gets me in that mindset of like, I'm going to grow out of this, you know? And I think that's important too, to be doing those jobs, doing those random, like, you know, couple hour shifts and stuff, just to realize that you have so much more to offer to the world than just that. Yeah. hundred percent. And I was in the restaurant business business i don't credit like i never i always kind of move over that part of everything too but i was in the restaurant business at 15 and it was this like i got the job on craigslist like it was downtown i lived in st augustine there's you know there's a hundred thousand restaurants whatever and just walked in there and that's where it started and like just you know it was like i filled out like a blank uh receipt and that was my job application but i got the job and i was working i was working friday night saturday double sunday brunch because i was the only buster at this yeah you loved it and that is kind of where i saw what real hustle was like i played sports i was active you know and now i was making money and i didn't have a bank account so i had a briefcase and like 15 to yeah i was like you know what just keep keep going i went to a few different places i did i noticed when i needed to change scenery it taught me kind of being acknowledged to that but like becoming more aware of you know, I was around people that were doing this full time and, and were happy and those that were doing it full time and weren't happy. And you start to, you don't, you can't specify what it is, but you, you feel it. Like right. I could tell, I wasn't putting the words to it, but I could tell I was around, you know, and then I was around people that were hustling. And th- those were the people I always hundred percent talked to because they were doing that and they're going home working on whatever they really wanted to do in nursing school or whatever it was. And that those were the people that I really tried to get around in the serving and the restaurant business before I started taking this stuff really seriously. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people don't think that that's where you meet, you know, people who are hustling, like you said, you know, you don't have to walk into this huge, fancy building, huge, fancy office to meet the people that you want to be around. Like you said, half the servers, if not all of them are most likely in school or, you know, maybe they have a family or, you know, everybody has their own story. And I think like, those little like jobs you find on Craigslist or Facebook or just like just by Googling, you know, places that are hiring, like those are the people that really are hustling and just trying to make side money to make, you know, the rest of their life yeah, work. 100%. Obviously, you know, going through all of these different jobs and, you know, you kind of have a lot going on right now in terms of everything that you're doing. Like, what do your priorities look like right now? And also you're a senior, right? Yeah. So I'm a third year uh, senior and you know I'm so I'll be done with school in May uh, I have an acceptance into the MBA program that I can defer and you know it's really it's good it's a good gauge for me to say okay well I'm going to take at least 12 months um, and if I can't just this be what I do every day for 12 months and be 
uh, you know, providing enough income to survive or whatever, then we'll look at the MBA situation right. again, or we'll be making enough money and we working remote enough to do that down the line. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I just, I don't see the necessary need for it right now. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm really locked in on growing the profit Jack media kind of brand. The profit Jack brand is, you know, it's networking, it's social media and brand growth. Um, and right now I'm actually working with a big company in the NFT space, which I'm excited about, uh, and that it's called NFT builds. And they're basically going to mm-hmm. take, uh, go to projects, influencers, whatnot, and be an A to Z. So if you want an NFT, you can go to come to us and do it. Um, cool. and yeah, it's cool. Cause it, again, maximum, you know, exposure to all these different minds and whatnot in yeah. the business world. And I'd say that's what I'm going to be locked in on as far as, you know, these next 90 days for sure. Getting that going. Um, as far as and then I've also got my agency, which is my second priority. So I'm representing a few artists mm-hmm. and, you know, I've got uh hobbies, got his first album release party next weekend down in Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, again, getting around these guys in the music industry and really growing their brands. And that's what I'm, you know, I'm hired to do. I'm taking on, but I have a genuine interest. My, my thing is I never really work with people where it's not a, it's not a win-win for both sides, or if I don't think they're a good fit uh, for, if it's not a good fit for both sides, I try not to get involved. So if I want to work with them and I really, I really do want to work with them, that that's when I go to it. Or if I've reached out and, you know, I don't think we'd, necessarily work together as good as the business idea is i just i i don't take the time to really go there yeah. um and that's what sense, these you know yeah it's cool yeah 100 percent. and i'm glad i'm able to do that at 21 some you know they they obsess over this opportunity take it go 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 i get that i've been there i'm doing that in other facets but right. i'm really passionate you know about uh brand development and just growing as a personal brand and providing what I'm learning, you know, through these, these deals and whatnot, working with all kinds of people really selling the network. You know, I want this to be something, build something where you can come be a part of what we're building and be with others that are trying to build themselves. And that is what, you know, the plug collect side comes into it. And that's a creative, it's really a creative expression of everything that's going on within, you know, networking and brand development. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I think too, like you said, just because, you know, an opportunity comes up, it doesn't mean like that might be the best opportunity for you. You know, it might, you like you said, you might have to decline that or, you know, maybe go in another avenue or look somewhere else to get something that would actually help you grow as opposed to just like settling for what's in front of you. 100%. And, you know, I you may see this with the podcast as well. That was where I got my first taste of that of, wow, like this is something that, you know, I'm doing and I know is growing me as a brand without the necessarily a monetary in your face aspect of it. But it felt like mm-hmm. I was, you know, putting that, that's where I was putting the time in. Or when I worked, when I worked valet, like that's where I was really putting that, you know, that time in. To, to yeah. That. Yeah. Did you notice like, or have you found yourself in any challenges or like struggling mentally with like, everything that's going on and just like throughout your whole journey it's like obviously you know the bad comes with the good so I'm just curious about that and like any challenges right. that have come from this yeah no 100% um it doesn't you know my there's really no uh you don't learn unless you fail <laughs> yeah. um and which I'm big on but you know I don't really even really like put the word 
failure out there just because I'm so heavy on, you know, okay, that, that didn't work. What does, what can you take from it yeah. and using something else? But I have my struggles. I think the biggest thing uh, I've had to deal with, I'd say is just this anxious, um, this anxious feeling of wanting to be somewhere where you're not at instead of just being where your feet are and acknowledging what you've accomplished. Mm. And, you know, I struggle. I think I definitely struggle with that. I struggle with that when things do start to go well, cause they start to speed up and I just, I crave it. I want more. So right, then right. you kind of feel like, Oh, I should be here. Or why is this not working or why, you know, like, and have, I've struggled with asking why, and, you know, really, instead of just being more, I don't want to say, I guess what, but like what it is and being present with what's happening and capitalizing on that. Cause when I've taken the days and I've done that, I've seen just maximum results. It's just reminding myself that, that constant, I think being present with like delusional optimism and I shout out Russ on that because that's who he put me on that. Uh, the music yeah, artist. No, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And so if you're present and you have delusional optimism, a lot of the mental struggles start to go away. I'm able to just take it day by day. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to accomplish today. And, you know, by saying this, everything else is, it's okay. I'll take care of it tomorrow if it's a big enough, you know, if it's a big enough problem, but yeah. trying to drown out the noise. If I sit, sit down and think about everything I'm involved in, what has to happen, those are literally zero days. <laughs> like they can, it yeah. can go from extremely productive to zero just by if I wake up and my first thought is everything I got going on that can drain you. So it's really like focus on the simple things. Cause it'll, you know, they stack up. It's just don't have a zero day. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that's, I really like what you said about that. Cause I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And a lot of people don't see that side, you know, everybody sees the successful side. Everybody sees, you know, like we talked about the social media side and like, you know, I feel the same way. And I get a lot of comments too, about just like either things that I struggle with or like, how am I not, you know, an anxious mess all the time, but it's like, I am, you know, yeah. I'm just obviously not showing it off, you know, cause who is. But it's like, I think it's important to talk about just because a lot of people deal with that. A lot of people like are just in their heads so much mm -hmm. and it's so easy to do. Yeah. Like when you start to become productive, I think it's like, if you get too overwhelmed with it, then like you said, it becomes a zero day. And, right. and, you know, I think the simpler that you think about things, especially when you have a lot going on, the more productive you'll be as opposed to trying to like get everything done in, you know, a couple hours or a day. It's like, that'll stress you out even more. Yeah. And the other side, people don't really see is I've been to the, you know, the lowest ends of that. And I've had the highest highs of that. Like I've gone from zero to a hundred back down to 50. Like it could be a roller coaster, you know, uh, Mike, the, another artist I just follow and he has a podcast and, you know, he's an independent artist. Yeah. That's the thing with my agency. I'm trying to keep it where I really only work with independent artists. Um, but he says a lot, uh, you know, mm -hmm. he has the highs, the lows and the in-betweens. And it's very real. And once I be, kind of became aware of that, like, all right, like it's low right now, but it'll get better. It's just because I'm overthinking or, you know, it's just because this didn't go well and I let it affect everything. And now I acknowledge when I'm in, the, in between, like not riding the highs too high and not dwelling too much kind of at the bottom. Yeah, no, exactly. And two, like just acknowledging that and the fact that like you've hit those lows, but like when you are at that high, you know, you got through that low before. So you know, if it right. happens again, which is inevitable, of course, you know, yeah. even like we were saying, even when we are 25 and we're having like a tough day, it's like, we've had tough days since we were, you know, <laughs> 15, 16, like, you know, it's always going to continue. But I think yeah. acknowledging the highs and knowing that like you got to that point 
especially when you're in the low, it's like, you know, you can get to that again. Yeah. No, 100%. Would you think like, so knowing everything that you know now and, you know, after all of these years, would you have done Mm -hmm. anything differently? Or do you have like any advice to someone who's younger than you or maybe like starting off on this journey of entrepreneurship, not really knowing you know, who they are or, or what entrepreneurship even means. I like how you said, you know, the definition isn't really just starting your own business. It's like building a brand and a personality. So yeah. Like what, what would you Mm -hmm. suggest to someone who's kind of just starting out with all this? Uh, You know, a big thing I'm on is I would have, I say I'll start with the first half of that. And I think between 17 and 19, I probably would have, you know, I I would have taken it a little more, you know, man, I don't really have a lot of regrets. You know, it's funny. I, I've done a lot with just not, you know, not being so okay with what happened and being, you know, completely aware of that. But, you know, I guess I would have acknowledged a little more what was happening, you know, noticed what I'm capable of. I mean, I was in like a magazine and I kind of blew it off. Like it was not that I blew it off, but I had like, I had a good interview. I just, the consistency was never there. That, that is a good thing. I'll say, I say, if I knew consistency at 17 to 19, I think I'd be in a definitely a different place, but I don't regret it at all because right, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I was right, exactly. and I did all that. You know, I had the high school, I was able to have the high school experience doing it that way. And you know, that was totally, that's totally okay with me. And if you're okay with that, I think you go a long way. Um, but yeah, I think I'll come back to any advice I'd give. I'd say uh, consistency is huge. No zero days, you know, whatever you're passionate about, just do something towards that every day. Um, because it could just form into something pretty cool and you know having that trust just do what you need to do and then do something you want to do every day treat yourself there's enough time to do it um and then being present in delusional optimism so even if you don't sincerely believe it right now just saying it every day or writing it down i'm a big writer every day but yeah just writing it down and then being present in what's going on and having that thought in your head like okay that's where i want to be let's just take each opportunity as it comes, trust your gut and kind of go. Yeah, that's great. I really like that too. Cause I feel like when you're younger, you know, especially at those like teenage high school years, you're kind of like confused, but you want to have fun, but you want to, you know, become a better person and things like that. And I think, I think I agree with the way you say to an extent in terms of like, you know, you wish that you were a little more consistent, but I feel like you don't really have to like take yourself that seriously at 17, you know, like it's better to have fun. And I think a lot of people's regrets might've been the opposite is like, they took themselves too seriously and, you know, they didn't have fun at all. And those are the regrets. So I don't know. I feel like obviously, you know, everyone kind of has these like thoughts about their past and you could have done something differently, but obviously, you know, you're making it work now. So I think like that's what matters. Yeah. And it's it, that the only reason that even comes is because of what I, when I took the time to learn what tested it out and taking myself, you know, serious enough to be consistent. I was like, okay, now I know what it's capable of. So let's just do it now and go. And that's why it's like, it's no regrets, but I see what could happen when you're consistent for even like three months at a time. I was going a month off, a month on, <laughs> month off, two months off playing a full baseball season, then doing it in the summer, like, you know? Yeah, no, I think having fun is definitely, it should be more people's priorities because, you know, you've probably met people who, who just take life too seriously or just take, you know, everything going on too seriously. And, and I think that having fun with it too is one of the most important, if not the most important things about what you do, because, you know, 
if you're just kind of like going along with life just because you have to, it's like, that's not really, that's not like the best way that you could go about it. You know, a hundred percent. Like being happy is so so underrated. I feel like, like (laughs) I haven't, I don't know uh, what your daily routines are and whatnot, but like I started doing something every morning that like, I just knew I I wanted to do or that I knew made me feel good. And again, it came back to then being more motivated to do what I had to do. Like, throughout the day and felt like I had to do, but it felt good. I was like, no, like I'm doing, I started my day on a high note. So what else brings me a high note and is semi-productive? Like, let's do that. And again, do it five days a week or do it, whatever you got to do stacks up. Definitely. Yeah. Ending on a good note and, you know, just talking about happiness is underrated. I really like that, but thank you so much for being on. You know, I really enjoyed this conversation and just, I like a lot of the stuff that we touched on because I feel like it's important for people to know that, you know, there's highs and lows, you know, you have your good and bad days and, and you don't just have to stick to one thing either. I think that's like, what I really like too, is that, you know, you're not just doing one thing. You're kind of like finding your way through all these, all these like other avenues. Yeah. And it's because I'm 21. (laughs) It's literally just because like, I, there's some people that are 21 that I talk to that they feel like they're 26. It's like, yeah. Acknowledge that you're young. You have the time. Um, I had a great time. Obviously I really like what you're doing here. Um, I think it's really cool. When I read the, the introduction, there's definitely a lot of stuff that stood out to me you know, just even before it came on, I don't want to butcher it. Otherwise I'd shout it out. <laughs> no, it's um, okay. No, but, thank you. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what comes out of this because you, you yourself have had your own, you know, your own journey with the traveling and that's something I want to get into. So I, I always see your aesthetic and I'm like, oh, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. really cool. that's cool. And you know, once everything's working on a remote list, remote type basis, right. I, that's like one of the first things I want to do. And again, that's going to come with a little bit of sacrifice on, being young and what sure. I'm just yeah. going for it. And, but yeah, I've always really respected that. This was a lot of fun. I think people got a lot of value out of this. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Um, I can link your socials, um, but if you want to just shout them out, go for it. Yeah. So uh, you keep up with me, just Jack is on Instagram. Uh, check out plug collect. Uh, I've got, you know, we're gonna have a bunch of new artists events, you know, networking stuff coming on. And then I, you know, obviously I grow social media pl- uh, brands. So always feel free to reach out if you have any interest in that yeah no that's awesome that's awesome all right well thank you so much again and i'll definitely talk to you soon sweet yeah thank you so after listening to jack and i's conversation i really hope you guys learned a lot as much as i did during it and i decided that with this interview as well as the many more to come I am going to be ending the episode with a couple of takeaways from the interview because I know that it was a lot to take in all at once. The first thing I want to mention is about entrepreneurship and how the definition of that isn't just one set thing. It's not just starting a business or just starting a side hustle. It's about a brand. It's about selling yourself. It's about your personality and who you are as a person and I think that being an entrepreneur is a very scary thing but it is also a very inspiring thing and Jack does a very good job at kind of explaining that and explaining the difference between that set definition of what society has deemed as entrepreneurship compared to what it actually is. The second thing I want to mention are the words delusional optimism. Now, Jack actually taught me this phrase, and we talk about it a little bit in the podcast, but essentially what it means is that you can't even look at the reality of a situation that you're in because the vision 
of what you want for yourself is so much greater and clearer in your mind. It's basically like being extremely optimistic. Now this is kind of a manifestation technique that entrepreneurs use and they're basically ignoring the obstacles or view obstacles as opportunities in order to get better and achieve more as opposed to slow them down. And I think that is a perfect way of looking at things, especially when you want to start a business. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is how Jack mentioned the highs and lows that go along with being an entrepreneur. I honestly feel like highs and lows go along with every aspect of life and every situation that you might be in. You know, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, but I feel like what can get you through those moments of lows is A, knowing that there are other opportunities waiting for you out there, but also the fact that everybody is going through it. With society these days, nobody's going to post their lows, you know. Everybody just wants to show off and kind of post the highlights of their life, which is great and exciting to see. But at the same time, just knowing the fact that everybody is kind of, you know, going through those same low patches that you might be going through right now is definitely motivation to get you through it. And that's what will bring the amazing opportunities to you. So with all of that said, I really hope you guys enjoyed this first guest interview episode and there are many, many more to come. Another quick announcement is that I just launched this podcast Instagram at Lifestyle Redesign Podcast. So please go give it a follow to keep up with everything that's going on and the future of this podcast. As always, I'm super open to hearing from you guys, so don't be afraid to reach out either through my DMs at my personal Instagram, Sam Evans Travel, or at this new podcast Instagram, Lifestyle Redesign Podcast. You can also send me an email at samevanstravel at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much again for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week.